You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Fantasy Podcast, also known as PFP. You can check us out online at packernet.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore PF Podcast. I am your host, Jacob Bess. With me is my co-host, my just the true blue do or die, ride or die homie, Tony. Oh, that rhymed. Mr. Consistent. Mr. Consistent. Mr. Consistent. No, none of this. Paul stuff, none of this Justin, what you know, just excuses can't make it to the show, can't ever, you know, excuses are like uh, buttholes, Tony. Everybody got one and they stink. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. It. So today's podcast is brought to you by Fertile Ground Ranch Discipleship Ministry, fertilegroundranch.org. And we also have a new sponsor, which is oldsouthernbarbecue.com. If you use Packernet15 as a promo code, you can get 15% off of any online purchase. They've got great sauces, great rubs, really kind of funny, almost sexual punditry shirts, if you're into that, which I know I am, and I know Tony is. So without further ado, this is going to be kind of an impromptu. What I realized, what me and Tony realized is that we're about to go into kickoff tomorrow, and we had not set any picks. We didn't do any locks. I was really disappointed. I, I was disappointed you didn't do that, Tony. Give me a. Ch-ch-ch. That was weak. But anyways, uh, first one of the year. That wasn't good. Uh, so, yeah, Justin and Paul are not going to be able to join us today. Tony had uh, a little outing with uh, Paul trying to get him all set up, helping the guy out. He's got like his anniversary or something like that. Where Tony's Tony's hooking him up, putting him up in a hotel. Uh, so, yeah, Tony, how was your day today, man? We'll, we'll, we'll quick get into how our days were and then we'll, we'll jump into this. How are, how are you doing? You're on a bit of a heater. Am I not mistaken? My day is, my day is going great. Uh, dumped off my amazing son on my parents after breakfast and, uh, you know, God bless them. They helped me with him. Yeah. And, uh, got some, some action going on college football. It's gone well to start. Met up with a friend, uh, had some pull tab luck. And now we are, uh, meeting Paul down. He's, he's backstage at like a kiss concert or something. He, he's Paul's like a celebrity. He's a big deal. Right. It's from his bodybuilding lifestyle. Uh, but we're, we're here riding his coattails and hanging out with Paul and his darling wife for their anniversary weekend. That's delayed. Cause they want to go to this concert. Awesome. So a lot of, a lot of action on Saturday. And, uh, real quick, did you by chance, dude, have you, did you see Colorado again? I did see Colorado again. I may or may not have threw a little, cash money down in Colorado uh, went pretty well. And I feel like that team is uh, there. They're going to shake things up in the in college football. Like he, that they could, I'm, I'm saying, man, like a two and O for the first time since 2020, which doesn't sound like a lot, but two and O against some pretty decent teams. And um, they just look, I mean, should, I, I can't understand the guy's name. Should, is it Shadar? Shadur? Shadur. Shadur Sanders. I mean, the guy looks like a freaking Heisman. Candidate, he's got like what, like eight touchdowns on the first game. He should do it. Almost, uh, he, he's yard. killing it. Like it's yeah, insane. Man. It's mad. It's like when you when you played Madden when you were a kid and you just made your own team, <laughs> and then you just set like the level, you know, the difficulty at like that's 
That's essentially what Deion Sanders did with his kids. That's what I'm He's saying. like, you know what? I'm going to play Madden in real life. Yeah, he homed it. <laughs> he just homed it. Um, so anyways, so we're, we're, we're going to talk about some Packers stuff, guys, real quick. This is now we're recording this at 522 p.m. Saturday evening, the 9th of September, the year of our Lord, 2023. So right now we know for sure that Watson's not going to play. Dobbs is kind of a questionable. If I had to put a you-know-what to my head, I would probably say that he's going to play. Um, what are your thoughts? Wait, are we at a spot where we can't say gun on the podcast anymore? So apparently YouTube and like every time you say gun to your head or anything that references suicide, they they, they demonetize your content. So I just am now. I, I just we say super soaker from now on. We'll say super soaker. Super soaker. <laughs> Not in the usual context that we use it, but right oh, now. I was going to say, oh, geez. Oh, boy. It's already off the rails. Well, that's fine. Uh, no, we were uh, we we're going to talk about the fact that Watson obviously is out. Dobbs is a, uh, questionable. I would like to think that he's going to go. Tony, I wanted your advice. When you know a team as well as <clears throat> a typical fan knows their own team, I would argue that gives mm-hmm. a really big, a big one up, a, a big benefit, a big, uh, a big advantage going into any sort of, especially when you're doing like a, a game head. So right now, for instance, I've got the DraftKings single dollar entry, just Green Bay versus Chicago. But it's not necessarily the dollar amount that's important here, but it's the fact that as a Packer fan, I know that Watson's out, right? I know that if Dobbs is questionable, prob- probably is not going to play, or I should say, I think he is actually going to play, but he's not going to be hundred percent. That's for sure. Do you see a value in looking at guys? Like, in my opinion, I think that if he doesn't start either of those guys start that there's going to be a Malik Heath siding at the X receiver or a guy like uh, Dontavian Wicks, who they're literally going for. Let me pull this up like 300 bucks on DraftKings. Both of them. You know, there was a over under uh, Paul and I bet, how fast you could find a way to put Malik Heeks uh, <laughs> into this podcast. Yeah. When uh, yeah. you, you did it, you did it were under minutes. five minutes. You nailed it. Uh, but I, I sincerely believe that he so, is going to be the X receiver going in. I think they're going to keep uh, Dobbs on the other perimeter of the field. And I think they're going to so, keep Jaden Reed in the slot. And they want to, because like, think about it. When you, when you lose an offensive lineman, you try to not replace you just want to replace that one offense lineman. You don't want to shift this guy to that and just this guy to that. You know what I'm saying? You don't want so many people playing new positions. So in that theory, and honestly, so for most of preseason, Malik Heath was that dominant X possession receiver. I just think that that's smart to do that. It, it, and he's shown that he can block. Yeah. He play, it plays really well, especially for the salary, like on DraftKings and I'm sure on FanDuel. I haven't looked at FanDuel's pricing for the week, but um so it can cut both ways, right? You can end up being a homer and like over fall in love with your guys and, and pick guys that get you zero because they only play a couple of plays and, you know, he only gets three, you know, passes his way type of thing, right? Or he could have a great week and nobody knows about it because they don't know the team as well as you. So you got you got to draw that line in your head and, and find the right opportunities. Um, I, and I should know this, but what about um, Samari Ture? What's going on with him? Yeah, I mean, it's just that he's more of that traditional kind of slot role, in my opinion. He's just definitely not mm-hmm. an X receiver. He doesn't have the body yep. type for it, in my opinion. But I think that they're going to use him a lot. And what's also interesting is that Jaden Reed, even though he's a 5'11 guy, 190, um, he was clocked in at 4.3 speed at one of their pro days. <clears throat> the Packers actually got a level of that speed. So he is legit. And he actually did play on the boundary as an X, like over half of his snaps when he was at Michigan State. 
And so the guy's not like, he's not opposed to going on the outside, like I talked about, but I just, in my opinion, I do think Malik Heath is going to take a lot of those number one snaps. And I think that they're going to put Dobbs on the other side. And I think uh, Reed and Torre will be carving up the middle of the field. But I, so if you can, if you can find those opportunities to really save yourself salary, so you can get a lot of the Jeffersons and, you know, maybe McCaffrey or something like that, your studs. And I don't like McCaffrey right. this week teaser. Uh, but if you, if you can do that, and you can find a guy like that for a couple hundred dollars. You, you save yourself so much salary, you've got a huge advantage over the field. And, and the general theory is to get like five to ten x your your salary, right? So you put up those two twenty, two fifty scores. And if you get a guy for a couple hundred dollars that puts up, you know, twenty points, you're immediately ahead of ninety five percent of the field, uh, depending on ownership and everything. But no, nobody's going to be on him, right? right? So there's some real uh, leverage you can get for yourself in these big prize pool attorneys that you know all the big sites are putting out this week for football so, so and that's kind of what we're going to get to but this one i have pulled up here i thought it'd be fun just to do it's a single entry it's a green bay versus chicago matchup so that's where i was trying to mention having one of your guys be i mean because look at this dude they got musgrave at 6900 Jaden reed's now catapulted up to 7500 but like i said when you scroll down malik keith 300 bucks Dontavian Wicks, 300 bucks. I guarantee you both of those guys are going to get at least 20 snaps at least this game. I mean, I really do think <clears throat> you look at guys like Torrey, sure. you talked about Tory's at 900 bucks. Um, and then even when we move up there, like I talked about, so Dobbs, Dobbs is only 8,700. I mean, let's, let's go ahead. If we have to do, we're doing a draft Kings, a single entry green Bay versus Chicago, basically uh, uh, <clears throat> the captain's play where you, the captain gets one and a half, times the scored points who would you want to throw in the captain's chair for this matchup tony fields is at seventeen thousand seven hundred. jones at 16.5 love at 14.4 more at 13.2 watson's obviously out they got herbert at eleven thousand. dylan at 10.5 what are you thinking so i uh and again everybody's got you know opinions are like you know what um I really try to play into game flow and how, how the game realistically could go. So with Watson out, we very likely are going to lean heavily on Aaron Jones, right? So for me, if I do any of these single game showdowns, I'm going to put Fields or Aaron Jones in that in that spot. Um, Jordan Love, if we have a great game and we win, I still don't think he's going to like go bananas and put up 40 points, right? Where Fields could do that if he breaks a game open with his legs. So I might do a mix of a couple lineups of Fields and a couple of Jones. I don't think that, you know, DJ Moore might have a good game, but I don't think um, he's just going to break completely free in our secondary. I just right? don't see that happening, man. Even if he breaks free for one maybe and puts up a decent game, like you could put him in your lineup, but he's not going to be like the captain. You've got to have the top score, right? Right. Um, so I would say Fields or Aaron Jones are my my two guys for the captain spot. And then I, I'd kind of put some variance into the positions – fill that out but you you almost have to go fields because for the bears to be competitive at all he's got to have a decent game and with his legs he will with fantasy football but that, that's well, kind of the way i would lead it do you think that we should um well first of all when you talked about the game flow do you see us winning this game we all have smartphones and we all know they're pretty amazing but they also can be amazingly distracting especially when we're around other people so u.s cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us.
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. Realistically. Uh, realistically, I'd love to say yes, but I'm worried that we're not going to. Um, I, I, I have noticed that over the last offseason, as I've been more, I, I was on the love train like a year and a half ago. You can, you know that, Tony, because you've given me crap about it. He's, he's been on the love train for a long time. <laughs> but uh, I just, I don't know, man. I have a weird confidence going into this this year. And even this this first game where I thought, if you would have told me at the beginning of the offseason, like, hey, you're going into week one, you probably aren't going to have Dobbs. You definitely aren't going to have Watson. I would have been like, oh, sh- we're going to lose that game for sure. Mm-hmm. Whatever reason, I don't. I'm not worried, dude. I'm really not worried. And part of it is because I think that if the defense is even is even half as good as I think we should be, I'm not worried about Justin Fields because I do not think Justin Fields is even a decent quarterback. He's a he's he's a running back who can throw a ball every now and then. And I think that if you put you talked about DJ Moore having a game, okay, go up against Jair all game and see how that works. And I'm sure they won't probably do that, but I am confident in our corners. I like Razul. I really like our new um, seventh round pick. Carrington Valentine has looked like a freaking just a beast out of nowhere, which is great. Um, Keyshawn Nixon in the slot. I'm a little worried about that, but I don't think Moore is going to spend a lot of time in the slot. So um, no, they'll, they'll get creative and try to move him around. And, and for fantasy purposes, he may break one or they'll get him like a, you know, a gimmicky play in the red zone to get in because they spent so much capital on him. But I, uh, I do think the Bears are going to get creative in those short little plays, but they're going to use uh, what's the dude they got from Pittsburgh, Claypool. Yeah. I think he can because he was so god awful last year. Like maybe he has a resurgent cool. year, and they they come up with some plays for him. And um, but I think if we win, we're we're going to lean heavily on Aaron Jones, and we're going to pound the ball behind our line and uh, make a game out of it. You know, we're on the road, right? So right. I think I think it's uh, 
All right, I so think we can win the game for sure, and so does Vegas. The spread's basically a pickup. Yeah. All uh, right. So let's let's do this. Should we lock in Jones as the captain? Yeah, we should do that. That was pretty. That was way better, Tony. All right. So you it's talk- like Justin's wife when she's mad at Justin. <laughs> Um, I think that it doesn't make sense now doing a single game matchup that I, we have to at least grab at least uh, I would say Torre, right? If not more of the, I, I really do think that Malik Heath is going to get, a, you got to go Malik Heath. Cause you talk about him all the time. Like at night when you're thinking about bad things, he's only $200, man. That was the weakest I've ever heard out of you. I don't shut your That was like your, Saying goodnight to Malik Heath so softly. We had, we, we, had, <laughs> we had four spots left. The average salary player uh, position uh, eighty three hundred bucks right now. So we got to do at least what another couple good ones here. Just Justin Fields. All right, let's lock him in. You just you just have you just have to have like no matter what happens in the game, he will be one of the top five point exactly. getters. You know what I mean? I understand. Um, Dobbs is only at fifty hundred. I feel like we have to put that in there, right? Well, th- think about the construction of your lineup uh, with, with Aaron Jones in a captain spot. Do we think our defense is going to have a big game, right? So do we think about our defense, or do we stall out some of their drives and we think that Chicago's kicker has a couple field goals? Like, there, There's things like that you got to take into variance of what, right. how, how does the game develop, right? Losing think, your captain spot. I also think that because of the lack of Watson and possibly, possibly Dobbs, I think Musgrave's mm-hmm. getting a lot of attention. He is. I think he's going to be leaned on heavily. He's going to be. They've used him in almost like a hundred percent of all the first team reps. I mean, he's. I've never seen a rookie. Like the Packers are never very adamant about using rookies like right away, just throwing them to the fire. And for whatever reason, this dude like. I think they released their depth <clears throat> chart, and he was one. Deguara was like you know often that weird kind of H back role. Tucker Craft, I have not seen enough out of Tucker Craft to even think that he's going to get more than a few snaps in some sort of role. I, I think that Musgrave would be a great pick right here. I'm going to I'm gonna lock him in. I feel like we do need another bear, though, Tony. Is it stupid to think that the Bears, I hate to say this, is Cleo Herbert going to run all over us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> yeah I've thought about that, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Should I lock him in, too, just to be devil's advocate? Yeah, he's, you know... He's an explosive guy. We give up a lot of yards on the ground. Their offensive line is better and healthier. Uh, even if he gets, you know, 60% of the running back snaps, a couple of targets, uh, in terms of fantasy football, he, he's probably going to be their best running back. And you also could, you know, you get the the points between him and Fields if he catches passes. So I, I think that's good for fantasy football. And honestly, I, I do think he's pretty sweet, actually, at a running back. They just don't give all the load to him, you know. All right, now here's a weird kind of swing here. And I, I think that Dobbs is so the, the next available. We only have one more slot to fill here, guys. We have a remaining salary of $9,100. The next available person that we have is DJ Moore at 8800 Christian Watson mm-hmm. below that. He's obviously out. AJ Dillon's at 7000 DJ or Darnell Mooney at 6600 Cole Komet, Sean Clifford. But I look down there and I see Romeo Dobbs is at 5800 bucks. And that's a big question mark as to whether or not he's going to play. And if he does even play, if he's going to be efficient and Romeo Dobbs of old, what do you think there? Do you try to take a stretch with DJ Moore? Do you go for AJ Dillon? Who's been running ferociously hard. He says that he has an actual, like he's, he's going, he's he's going into this season saying that like, I'm going to my his wife actually told him like, dude, you got to run hard. And he, 
<laughs> if you watch him in preseason, he took that to heart. Like if your wife ever tells you, hey, dude, you're kind of being a, you know, you better put your head down. I think he got the message. Hey, hey Justin's wife, we're looking at you. Like if Justin's <laughs> wife tells him to try harder, he tries harder. Otherwise he gets beat. Uh, so anyways, uh, honestly, you got to think about, again, I'll go back to game flow and like your theory on the lineup you're building for purposes of fantasy football. If we've got Aaron Jones in there, that, that would dictate uh, maybe we go up early. Fields has to come back. So I, I would lean DJ more, not just because he's more of a, you know, he's going to play way more snaps than a, a guy like AJ Dillon, but like a game situation uh, where they have to start trying to throw it at the end of the game to make up. Yeah. Yeah. And the other, the contrary to that would be maybe the Packers just go out and just destroy him, which I hope happens because I hate the Bears. Uh, but, but in that case, then maybe a Dylan and Jones lineup would be awesome. Plus, ownership wise, that would probably be unique comparatively to the field. So maybe that's a good play too. Right. So there's, there's all these different theories you got to think of and, and how it goes. Nobody knows. But, uh, all right. That, so make, I'm going to let you make the last pick. I'm so, I, I would go DJ Moore. Uh, because I, I mean, as disappointed as I am to say it, I think I think either the game's closer or the Bears beat us. But yeah. I'd love for us to kick the sh, you know what, out of them and both our running backs go off. But that's me not swearing on the podcast, Jacob. You're welcome. That's really good, man. You've been you've grown so much in the last year. I'm a new man. It's all right. Let's uh, we'll set this one in. It's a single entry on DraftKings, Chicago versus Green Bay. Single matchup. The lineup is Aaron Jones at captain, Billy Keith. Uh-huh. Justin Fields, Luke Musgrave, Khalil Herbert, and DJ Moore. It's been locked. Nice. That was a good one. That one felt good. In my plums. In my plums. In my bones. I feel it deep in my plums. That's funny. We can play that on the on the network. We should play that. I'm yeah. actually going to use that as a drop. Um, uh, a drop. It's going to be good. Uh, Jordan Love. It'll be my new team name. Under- There's some good team names <laughs> in our listener league, by the way. We need to call out the people for their good team names. A nice bluish hue. <laughs> <to the pump>. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know what I'm talking yeah. about, isn't that eastbound and down? Yes. Yes, Will it Will is. Farrell and Danny McBride. <laughs> and Craig Robinson. God, that guy's awesome. Oh, that show is unbelievably good. It's It's, yeah. Kenny, Kenny, woo, woo. All right. So Jordan Love, an underdog. All of a sudden, underdog is throwing some stats out there. Oh, my gosh. They even got defense, guys. This is amazing. All right. This is really fun. There we go. Jordan Love. It, it, oh, man, this is really cool. Do you have this in front of you, Tony, by chance or no? Let me pop it open. Underdog. We're looking at the Packer game. Yeah, we're looking at the Pickums. Uh, you got to scroll all the way down. Green Bay, Chicago is towards the uh, bottom half. They got Jordan Love. Now, here are his. So the way the underdog works, guys. They give you a par or a set line uh, for any sort of stat. So, for instance, for Jordan Love, it's 212 and a half passing yards, 13 and a half rushing yards. Take the take the over uh, three and a half rushing attempts, 30 and a half passing attempts or 19 and a half completions. I really, really like a few of those lines there. To me, the one that's jumping off of the page is the 13 and a half rushing yards. That dude showed us in preseason that he can. He can get 13 in, in one just little hop and skip. It was nothing for him. And he doesn't run first. He looks to make the play, and if he has to, he can get out of there in a, in a hurry. I don't know, man. That one seems like an easy over on my radar. I, I like completions, uh, rushing yards. I don't know. There's a couple. I, I think you're right. Those are all pretty good lines. And, and if the game, I'll be honest, I'll, 
as far as the over under goes, I know we're not touching on that today. I kind of like the passing yard over. Um, I, I think that both teams are going to score more than everybody else thinks. We're going to score more points. Uh, both both us and Chicago. So I think I think the game size guard will be, you know, yards, completions, all that, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, I just dude, thirteen and a half rushing yards. It just seems like he's gonna. I think that people are really sleeping on Jordan Love in fantasy football because, like, for whatever reason, nobody's like he's not a scrambler. Like, no, he he really can. If you watch what he did in college, it was it was actually pretty crazy. I mean, he was. This is not just me saying that. Ryan found like six different pundits that said this is a poor man's Pat Mahomes, and then nobody, you know, he kind of fell in the draft. And then as soon as the Packers drafted him, for whatever reason, people just like the 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 national media hates Green Bay. I don't necessarily understand why. Like, I don't know if they hated Rodgers for all those years because we just have not gotten a lot of love since Brett left. You know what I mean? And uh, now if. A lot of it had. I mean, if Justin's wife came in and yelled at our offense, I think that we could really drive some more points on the board. Like a, We'd like have longer game. drives, more sustained, right. better completion percentage. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah, like a high, like a like a halftime prep talk kind of thing, like or pep talk, just coming in there and just start throwing bows. All right. Well, um, third. What do you want to do? Let's let's pick one of these for Jordan Love. Two hundred and twelve passing yards, higher, lower. Thirteen. I, I just keep looking at that. Thirteen and a half rushing yards. I, I have to pick the higher on that. I yeah. Think, yeah, I like that. Really do think he's going to take scrambling out of the pocket, getting away from pressure <clears throat> for sure. Aaron Jones, the over under on a half. So basically, a rushing or a touchdown, a rushing or receiving touchdown, over under. It's at. I love him getting a touchdown. I like his rushing yards. I like his attempts. I think we lean on him really hard. I'll, I, I literally, not to be the homer guy, but he has three. Three is the. I just these all just seem so easy to me. But it's like as soon as you get into the game, you're like, oh crap. Uh, what do you? I think? don't think the Bears' defense is that much better. So I think every one of these for Aaron Jones is realistic. Uh, I just think he's going to get a touchdown in some way of another. Doesn't that make yeah. sense? Yeah, I like that. All right, we're locking that in. Your current selections cannot be <clears throat> multiple teams. Aha. So let's do a Bears one quick. Justin Fields, 183 and a half passing yards, 58 and a half rushing yards, nine and a half rushing attempts, 25 and a half passing attempts, 15 completions. They aren't. Okay. Or 19 and a half fantasy points, basically. Or is he going to throw a pick or not? What are you thinking? Well, um, I don't know how much they're going to have him throw the ball. I mean, those passing yards, if he doesn't break up, if DJ Moore doesn't break a deep ball or Mooney, his passing yards could go lower. But if the game opens up like I think it might, that could be a pretty easy over. So I, I might take the fantasy points and go higher, just assuming whether he's in comeback mode or something else. He, you know, maybe he rushes one in or something. You know what I mean? Right. Even if it's a two, three yarder, he's going to pick up six, seven, eight points that way. I kind of like uh, that. That kind of makes sense to me. I think it's the safest, but yep, I got that locked it. And uh, now let's go back. Do you want to touch on? Okay, so they only got three different over unders line set for these next three players: Romeo Dobbs, forty one and a half receiving yards; Jaden Reed, thirty six and a half receiving yards; Luke Musgrave, twenty seven and a half. Right after reading that, I am shocked. I would definitely take the over on Reed and Musgrave right away, in my opinion. I, I think I go. I think I go Musgrave 
because he's the safest of the bunch. Like he's most locked into his role, his position. I also, if you scroll down a little bit more, we looking at Devondre Campbell, seven point five tackles and assisted oh, tackles. Like, bro. That's the a, Bears are going to run the ball a lot, whether yeah. it's Fields or somebody else, or even like the little dump-offs, and Campbell is going to be all over that. I could see him putting up 10, 12 tackles, so I like that quite a bit. Oh, dude, that's 100%. That's 100% in right there. Okay, so now we got our five out of five, man. We got a 20X. I'm entering in. What do I got in this stupid bank right here? I think I only got like four. Yeah, 14 bucks. Screw it. If I big, If I pay out that 14, we get all five out of five correct. It gets a $280 payout. I'm cool with that. You want to do it just straight up five out of five. You want to go insured like a little sissy. And then that way we get a max of 10 X. But if we get four out of the five, we get paid at least 35 bucks. I mean, I, I know you, I go bigger. So I, I know what I would, I know what you would do. Mama didn't raise no, you gotta Mama didn't raise no, what? No. Lock it in. Oh. Five out of five. Let's go. Boom. Just did it. It's confirmed. Mm -hmm. It's in the books. All right. So we got a DraftKings in the books. We got our other dog. And that brings us to our final fantasy. Oh, final fantasy. That's kind of, our final fantasy lineup that we're going to do for tonight. And it's by a sponsor, a wonderful sponsor. Some say the best prize picks. Picks.com. If you guys ever want to check them out, they are a great website. You do over-unders. You got pickums. You can do the seasonal stuff. You got soccer, college football, NFL season, MLB, MMA. And like everything you could ever think of tennis NBA season. I think they even have like some Madden stuff. It's crazy. Uh, NHL, whatever you want to do, basically kind of the same idea. They give you an over under, they set a par at a certain line. So let's say, let's look at Kirk cousins. They got him set at two seventy three and a half passing yards. All you do is you click them, click on a couple other guys, pick an over under lock in your bet. And same thing. You get a multiplier, easy peasy lemon squeeze. So, and also they do these weird little things where it's really, really cool as like a promotional uh, thing. So for instance, right now, <clears throat> Mr. Dak Prescott, he is set for just this week at over under of his pass yards at 0.5 yards passing guides. Now that's basically a gimme. Assuming he doesn't come out of the tunnel, slip, fall, break his neck and never play again. You're going to get that as a gimme. So I'm going to lock him in. Thank you, Dak. And I'm going to go more just, uh, you know, off the top of the, Old dome there. I will say that I had not seen. Ooh, they finally got him here. They did not have Jordan Love at prize picks up until as early as yesterday, I believe. I looked for him. For whatever reason, they did not have him in there. They now do. He is set at 212 and a half passing yards. Justin Fields is set at 184 and a half passing yards. Tony, do you want to touch any of these two quarterbacks that came out wrong? That's what she said. Uh... <laughs> You you pick first, I'll pick second. You tell me which one you like the best. I'm trying to open this up and see what other ones are out here, too. I just think that, so what we've seen out of Love, one game he played a quarter, <clears throat> one game he played over almost a half. I mean, oh, man. I think Love goes over. I, th I think we'll, I think it'll be like chipping away, not a lot of big plays unless right. one of our young guys I, I breaks one. He ends maybe with like 240, 250, but he gets past it. Yeah, I don't think it's by a lot. Like, he's not putting up 350 or something, but I could see him putting up 230, 240, and, like, two maybe. Um Justin Fields, I think just because of their game plan, like, I, I think he goes under. But, again, that that's with the there's, – there's the asterisk. Like, does DJ Moore catch one and go for 80, right? And that, and that will skew his stats. So, 
that that one I'm more torn on, but I like I like Jordan Love's over just because I think uh, Lafleur calls a good game plan, keeps it safe. But Love's been pretty accurate uh, in the preseason, and you know we'll we'll make our young guys comfortable early in the year. We're not gonna you know make it too complicated. Yeah. Do you want to also the Bears defense is trash, so we'll be right. able to do that. Do you should I lock in a Fields one or should we move to a different? Different subject. Uh, to be honest, at one eighty four point five, it's a pretty tough line uh, by my projections. I, I would, I would leave the field one alone, go over on love, and maybe flirt with some other ones. Okay. All right. So we've got two like, in already. We got Herbert versus four. Miami, two ninety point five. He's putting up three twenty for sure, at least. You think so? Just because there's going to be a high scoring just shootout. I am super high on Justin Herbert this year. Uh, dude's got a cannon. Maybe the best ball, the best arm in football. Uh, played injured a lot of like the last two seasons, I think, at least last year. The line is it? Uh, is it? They're getting healthier. His receivers are healthier. They got him the young dude from TCU, who I thought the Packers were going to draft. Quentin or Quentin? Uh, I just think Quentin Johnson, maybe or something. Johnston. Yep. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I like him quite a bit this year. I got a lot of him in fantasy football. Best ball. I like that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the over on that tone. All right, now let's switch from. Uh, <clears throat> let's go to rush yards and let's see what they got for our guys here. Let me know if you see him before I do. There he is. Oh my gosh, this just seems weird. All right, this Aaron Jones. They have him set at 57 and a half rushing yards. AJ Dillon's at 42 and a half. Khalil's at 51 and a half. De- Deontay oh. is at 21 and a half. Heck, Jordan Love's at 12 and a half. Oof. Uh, Love and Jones, I'd go over. Uh, Dylan, I go under. Herbert, Herbert's tough because he either breaks like a long one and gets there or doesn't. Uh, there's one over under rushing yards that I really, really like this week. I'm trying to find it. It might not be on Prize Picks. I know it's on other sites. You know where I'm going with this? I've told you about this offline. I do, and I don't. There's a there's a bus I'm driving in fantasy this year. Who's which bus is that, Jake? Are you Dobbins in this? J.K. Dobbins, fifty nine point <laughs> five yards. He's going for a hundred and a tutty at least. All right, you know what? I'm gonna lock that in just because I want to be able to highlight. You should. You're welcome. Where is it? Is he is he on? Yeah, he's right under the Gus bus. I don't know why they list Gus Edwards first because they hate <laughs> J.K. Getting held down by the people. Again, held on to the man. There he is. There he is. 59 and a half. I'm going to lock that in. Boop, boop, boop. I also think you should go to uh, – this is another one I was looking for. I haven't looked at, but I've been thinking about it. Um, Rashad White receptions. I think the Vikings defense this year – and Paul's not on here, so I can't give him his credit, and I never would to his face. But right. uh, uh, the Vikings defense is going to be, like, very aggressive, right? So either, like, a turnover or a touchdown, right? I think that the – the counter to that is dump offs to like your tight end, your running back, whatever. So I think Rashad White this week. Uh, they've had a lot of time to prepare for the Vikings, obviously being the first game. I think he's going to catch a lot of dump offs. So I want to see what his receptions prop is, and I don't see it on Prize Picks. I'm looking right now. See it on I apologize either. I was looking for that, but I just don't think they got him on there. I know they did with his. Uh... Yeah, I don't see it. <laughs> Olave is only at five catches against Tennessee. Tennessee's run defense was really good last year. Uh, New Orleans is going to have to pass the ball. It's a it's a pass ball defense. I think I think. Uh, what do you think about Derek Carr's an improvement for them? Calvin Ridley's at five. I mean, I am a 
uh, more of a homer for Calvin Ridley than you are for the Packers. Are you serious? Love so, Calvin Ridley. You think he's got to get more than five balls, right? Dude is a baller. He loves betting on sports. <laughs> he's my he's my guy. I say we lock him. Uh, all right. Also, if you need a fifth one, I don't know if you have five or six right now. Jalen Waddle, four and a half receptions. I think you can go six on prize picks. Um uh, he he has, and I can't remember the corner's name, but like the Chargers have two corners that are good, not great. And then the guy that's gonna be covering Waddle is not awesome. And he could have a really big game because they might try to double Tyreek. Right. So I, I like Waddle to have a lot of catches this week, even if he doesn't break a big one. Well, we already have five. We got Dak Prescott, which is the gimme, the over the 0.5 passing yards. Jordan Love over on the passing yardage for 212 and a half. Justin Herbert over on 290 and a half. Tony's pick of the lock of the week. J.K. Dobbins <laughs> rushing over 59 and a half yards. And then, as we You're both welcome. agreed, Calvin Ridley should surpass five receptions. So right now, might as well. I got 20 loaded up. And I'd win 200 if we get all. Uh, wait a minute. Must hit. Oh yeah. So press picks basically already gives you a little bit of a tiered. Um, so if you get five correct, you get the ten times. Obviously, you get four correct, you get two times, three correct, point four times. So, a little, little bit of licking your wounds there. But uh, I'm gonna lock that in. You cool with that? All right. We have just now successfully submitted the first three locks of the week for the green bay packers 2023 season it feels good guys me and tony just wanted to get on here and um just talk a little fantasy and get it done before um i'm, I'm gonna try to get this edited and sent over to mr clayton and ryan and see if they can post it for us either late tonight early tomorrow obviously you want to be able to listen to this before um, any of the lineups go live but if not it was just fun to sit and talk some ball we're going to try to get a more structured schedule going forward i believe we're going to start releasing on uh what we'd say tony releasing podcasts maybe on tuesdays and thursdays so that we can give you a recap on tuesdays of what happened on the weekend and the monday night game and then on thursdays we're going to try to give you an outlook as to what to expect for the weekend we might we'll try to maybe hit on that thursday night game but to be honest it's probably not going to be any benefit to that because it's just not going to work maybe if the packers play on a thursday we'll cut the podcast on a wednesday kind of thing otherwise we're just gonna be looking forward to the weekend Look for some good locks. Look for some good fantasy football. Look for some good bets, some good over-unders, any sort of lines. Yeah, man, it's going to be fun. I'm excited. I feel like a kid, like at Christmas morning, just almost <laughs> shaking with excitement right now. I, I I wish I could just put myself into a, I think Ryan, somebody said I'm Ryan's, but I want to just freeze myself and just wake up like an hour before and I'm good to go. We made it. We're here. It's our favorite time of year. It's like Christmas morning tomorrow. We're all we're all ready to go. Can't wait. All right. Well, uh, Tony, you got anything else? No. We're uh, we're here to have some fun. Watch the Packers win and make some money this weekend. So good luck, everybody, and uh, you know, look up Jacob online and get some of his last second picks tomorrow morning. He'll be on there live. There you go. There we go. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. As always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore PF podcast. I am Jacob. That was Tony. Thank you guys for listening. Go Pack Go. And of course, as always, <laughs> F Tony. Have a good night.